Mango Mustache Media. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of One Word Stories, the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. I'm your host, Alex Schulte, and this show is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Group right here in beautiful Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We are located in Czech Village. Come say hi. Just let us know you're coming so we can actually be here when you show up. If you want to support this show and other shows on the network, consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus where you're going to get ad-free episodes of this show. You're going to get the post show that I'm going to be hanging out with my guest after this. We're going to be playing some games, uh, having further discussions. Discussion, doing some behind-the-scenes talking. If you want access to that post-show, go ahead and sign up for LAS+. Plus. You're also going to get all the exclusive content from every single other LAS show on the network. There's a ton of stuff waiting for you there, and it's all made by local, for local, for you. Without any further ado, though, I don't want to be talking to myself here, so I do have to introduce today's guest, and it's a person who I've been trying to get on the show for quite some time. It didn't work out a few weeks ago, but we have discovered that getting her on the show today has just lined up perfectly because of the glorious month that it is. So, without any further ado, my guest today is Brinkley Braden. Hi, Brinkley. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for saying yes to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for asking. Of course. I love your shirt. Thank you. Ride, pride, rainbow, as always. It has a rainbow on it. Mm -hmm. Um, It is your month. It is my month. As you said. Yeah. I just make sure everybody knows that it is all about me. I, um, for 30 days out of the year. Like, I don't ask for much. Is it like your birthday this month? No, Pride Month. Oh, it's Pride, yeah, month. Pride month. That's what it is. Yeah, best month of the year, honestly. Gosh, let's get you a crown. I would love one. I <laughs> wish I would have brought one. I just have this dirty Nike hat I, that you could wear, but that wouldn't, I will that, pass, I it wouldn't represent quite what you do. So, no. um, I, I think we need to introduce today's word. We kind of already have a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's obvious what today's word is. Um, and also... <laughs> We've decided to change up the word song today (laughs) based on our favorite Disney movie, The Lion King. I agree. So let's have my friend Al, Al Betker, uh, help me introduce today's word. Today's word is... Pride. Pride. Mufasa. Yes. Simba. I meant Simba walking up Pride Rock. It's a beautiful sight. As the rain comes down, washes away the fires. Because he makes it better. The land is returned, restored to its rightful owners. The pride. The pride. So, of course, today we're talking about a a pack of lions. Obviously, that's what Pride Month is, right? It's about about lions. Yeah, I have that rainbow, but then there's like a tiny lion underneath it. Right, (laughs) right. This is so. Stu- I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry. No, I'm loving every second. We we are talking about pride, um, uh, uh, c- celebrating everyone that is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, it's legal to get married here. Fantastic. It's it's um, it's a human right. It's a wonderful thing, and this month is, is. I love that it happens like at the beginning of summer too. Right. Like, what better way to kick off the warm weather? Absolutely, because there's no better parade in the entire year than Absolutely. the Pride Parade. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to do mm-hmm. is take the word pride and take a story out of your life that really represents pride and explore that. And I know I asked you to do this. I asked you to think about this before mm-hmm. we came into the episode. So what story jumps out to you, Brinkley, when I say pride? It really has to be when, um, like, Iowa was legalized, which surprisingly, one of the top five, the first ones to be legalized back in 2009, but it really was when Obama made it legal nationwide for all the states. Yep. Um, uh, My friend Darcy and I were like, we heard that there was going to be a big rally in Iowa City, Mm. so we drove from CR up to, or down to Iowa City, and Mm. the streets were just lined with people. 
pride flags everywhere. Everyone was just so happy. Like you, you just, there was nothing wrong with life in that moment. You were just happy. People were chanting. There were speakers, music everywhere. I mean, it was an incredible feeling. And just to see all that and see people from all over come to Iowa City for that. That's an amazing moment. Yeah. The only thing I can think of that I've ever experienced personally, and this is going to sound so dumb now, is when the Cubs were in the World Series. <laughs> hey, Everybody whatever brings together. you joy in life. There were flags everywhere, you know. Yeah. But like, there are certain moments like that where everybody drops everything. Yes. And comes together to celebrate this amazing thing. Yeah, because it was during the week. It was probably like a Tuesday or Thursday or something. And in the mid-afternoon, we're like, we heard the news. We called, like, everyone was just calling, texting, like, did you see what just happened? And for someone, like, people have asked me before, have you, like, when did you know you wanted to get married or stuff like that? And honestly, being a gay woman, it was not legal or, like, a thing mm-hmm. growing up. So I was like, uh, never really thought about it because I could never do it. Mm-hmm. And so. Wow. Yeah. Like. Weird. Why well, think of something that of you course. can't do. Right. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when it was legalized everywhere, because, you know, state by state, that's fine, but people would literally drive to other states just to get married because they're like our home state doesn't allow it let's go drive somewhere but then when obama passed that it's like you can get married wherever the hell you want right like it was a big moment for everyone i remember the first couple of women to get married Mm -hmm. and how big and they were elderly women yes you know that had been dating their entire lives and i think one of them was in a wheelchair if i i don't remember Mm -hmm. quite exactly i think like 80s or 90s they they were were very old Mm -hmm. and it was just like this this I remember the picture of them coming down the stairs. Yeah. Maybe they were coming down the stairs if she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> in an aisle my, of some sort. <laughs> my story is a little convoluted here, but but it was a beautiful moment. Yeah. It was this incredible moment that everybody was a part of. And so I wanted to look up the definition of pride. Please do. And not when it comes to lions, <laughs> but um, um, the, the first one is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's achievements, the achievements of those uh, with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. That's great. Mm -hmm. I like the second definition the most though, consciousness of one's own dignity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big thing that came from pride, from um, marriage being legalized, was that before that, and I'm just speaking from my own Mm -hmm. brain. Yeah. Before that, it like wasn't legal for LGBTQIA plus people to have their dignity. Right. And this gave them their dignity. Mm-hmm. You, like, how, how dare someone say, no, you can't marry the person you love. Right. I mean, obviously, that's a no-brainer for us. And I don't really want to give any light right now to the negative no, side of absolutely. this conversation. I only want to talk about the positive sides of this and, and the amazing parts of what's come out of this. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it's just an amazing thing, and it, like it gives me chills to think that there's such a huge chunk of our population that was gifted their dignity, right? In 2013, 15, became, 2015, 15, yes, when it was that recently. I know that was eight years ago, seven, if I can do math. Um, it's I mean, just so it was legal in '09 in Iowa. Yes, correct. So we've been Iowa's been good for a while, but still, it's like we we're in still, the 2000s. That's still that's yesterday. Yeah. In honestly. the grand scheme of things. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not trying to get into the negative part. You know, it's <laughs> Because kind of, we're here. We're happy now. It's we legal. Are. It's legal. And there's a whole month dedicated to it. Yes. I mean, I think we need more months, but we will take what we can get. Absolutely. Take all the months. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. Here today, Alex says we can have the whole year. <laughs> Everyone in, hear it. I'm in charge of everything. So let's go <laughs> yeah. back to that story, though, of, okay. of when... Um, when it became legal for you, or sorry, legal for yes. anyone yes. To, to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so interesting when you were saying that you didn't think about that beforehand. Yeah. Can you kind of take me through what it was like growing up, knowing sure. that you wanted to be with a woman and that you would never get married? Yeah. Um, so I knew when one knows that they have feelings for someone that's not family, I was like, always. Oh, <laughs> drawn to girls like want to be their friends like hang out hold Mm -hmm. hands but I was like I don't know what this feeling is because you were just taught that boys are supposed to like girls girls are like supposed to like boys so I was in this limbo of like I have no idea what's going on and very much like tomboy growing up didn't want to wear the dresses things like that big white flags like 
yeah, you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just closeted in high school and majority of college, I went to a Catholic school. Um, Oh, me too. Yeah, super fun. Which one did you go to? I went to Loris College. I was a Duhok. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, All Saints Elementary. Oh. I didn't go to... Catholic college. Oh yeah, no. you were you were Catholic school all the way through. No, I was Linmar. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. God, why did you go to a Catholic college? Parents, there. I was a. Um, they went there. I got some scholarships. I'm like, why not? Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just it was hard, uh, growing up and not being able to be your authentic self, and so there was. I would say high school. I came out to a few people. One was my best friend Jim. Um, and we kind of, we came out to each other, actually. We were at the Starbucks in, um, Jordan Creek Mall. It was state basketball weekend and we were just drinking coffee and he's like, I have something to tell you. I was like, I have something to tell you. And it was like a magical moment for it's both like of when us. People, it's when both couples pull out the engagement ring yes. at the same time. <laughs> You're proposing to me. I'm proposing to you. Oh my gosh. Oh, what, what, what was that moment like? It was incredible just to be able to say it out loud to someone and someone that I trust and respect and that he was going through the same thing. Were you the first person he came out to? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and we both grew up with very conservative families and so it was kind of that release, like weight off your shoulders, like someone else knows and someone else knows what I'm going through. Does so that empower was, you f- to the future conversations you were about to have? Oh, uh, no, it was still quite a few years after that before like coming out and it was a slow, process I would say because you don't know it was still early 2010s in the fact of I don't know who's comfortable with this who isn't you know you always want to believe like your friends are going to be there for you and which I'm very lucky because I had my friends are my family and so knowing that when I did come out they were like some were like Brinkley we knew like thanks for <laughs> telling us and others were like oh okay like where do you want to go to lunch? Mm. <laughs> like, so it was very, That's I was great. very thankful for that. And without my friends, like it would have been very different. So it sounds like when you came out, it was legal to marry same sex. Yes. Yeah. 2009. Well, yeah, I graduated in college. Iowa. Yeah. In 2009. So I was slowly coming out, but still like closeted in college with my college friends, but friends from high school. Knowing you know. it wasn't legal. Did that, um, how did that influence the decision to tell people? It was honestly, so I dated someone in college. It was a secret. We were just really good friends. Right. Lived together. Like, <laughs> typical lesbians that- She's coming to Christmas. Not, yeah, exactly. Always the family things. Like Just my best you, friend. Yeah, you guys are really close. I'm like, we are yeah. super close. Best friends. Right. Um, but it wasn't until a different partner that I had. I was just like, I want to tell people about you. Like, I want to. And that made the decision to, like, tell my family- tell close friends, all of that, to be like, I'm happy with someone. And I didn't, I just didn't want to be afraid of anymore to like be who I was. Mm. So. That's so empowering. I know. <laughs> dignity. Um, dignity, yes. And so after that, it was even dating that person back then, that was 2010 to 2011, like when we were on their campus, like we'd hold hands and I'm still like looking over my shoulder, like, yeah. is anybody going to say and, anything? And this is at that Catholic like, college still. No, this was at her college. So, okay. Um, yeah, Simpson College, which liberal? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I Near love Des Moines. The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big so, fan of Homer. Yeah, he's great. But so it took a while to feel super comfortable. Um, I would say I met a like a group of lesbians after college that they were out and proud and I was like, "Okay, cool. Like life can be okay. Like they're doing it here. Like Why can't I?" Yeah, exactly. So it was after college where I really blossomed, I'd say, into Brinkley, mm. of being Brinkley the lesbian and like actually giving <laughs> myself that identity. That's your middle and last name, yeah. the and lesbian? Yeah, absolutely. Love that for you. Um, and I get like some people love the labels, some don't, um, but I take pride in that. Also, Logan just looked up the, uh, oh. the, the Simpson College's religious affiliation. So this is what, what Brinkley and her girlfriend at the time might have been thinking when, when walking around holding hands, the university is an evangelical Protestant institution that is affiliated with the Christian and Missionary Alliance. The university students also represent a range of church backgrounds. Okay. So at the front of it, they are religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I, yeah. I don't know. I th- That's a very blanketed top level statement. Yeah. So I and, don't really know. Uh-huh. And also like I grew up in the theater world. My partner at the time, she was also theater. So it's like nobody in that culture or crew really cared. They're like, this is this is fantastic. Glad you found someone you liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, I, oh, gosh, yeah. I wish that everybody was like that. Like, yes. hey, good for you. You're, you're following your happiness. Right. To the, to the most of your ability, you mm-hmm. know, maybe we're stumbling through it a little bit, but at yeah. the end of the day, we're all just trying to be happy. Right. Like, you know, you love who you love. I love who I love. It, why does it matter? Why does it matter? The question that will never be answered. <laughs> I can't answer it. No. no. Maybe we'll find out someday. Mm, but I hope so. Yeah. Maybe it's not while we're alive. But Wait, definitely. Anyway, um, going back to to this moment mm-hmm. when gay marriage became legal. Yeah. After it becomes legal. Right. How does that shift your um, viewpoint on what the future of your life might look like? Um. Still, I think... Growing up the way I did with my mentality of marriage and I mean, not to get off the pride topic per se, but marriage itself, I mean, I think it's all encompassing. Yeah. And like for the record. Yeah. I think that if you are with someone and you guys are happy in love and just conquering the world together, like I guess the sanctity of marriage is very, the tradition is very old in that sense of like. You know, if we go way back, like for you to marry me, you'd have to sell my dad a cow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any cows. Guess we're not getting married. We can't get married. It's at least a big one. Damn it. <laughs> Shoot. I have three cats. I mean, my family does like cats. So maybe. one of them's an asshole. Oh, the, done. <laughs> you get married tomorrow? <laughs> Just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Morty's coming your way. Yeah. Um, it definitely gave me the courage, though, and pride to just even. Be like, okay, like I could have a future with someone one day, whether, you know, it's the paper of marriage, but like I can have a family, I can have kids, I can have a job and not be fired for being gay. Right. That's another huge thing. There are so many things. There's a million things to talk about and it's impossible for us to cover all of them. I know. In this 45 minutes to an hour. Exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. And even with, we're trying to not do negative, but a friend of mine, she was like, we're having another baby before anything changes because I want my wife to have the last name of our child. Wow. Because the other partner's caring. So it's just like things that heterosexual couples like just comes natural for. And I think marriage is one of those things where in gay marriages or relationships, like, I don't know, there's just like things you have to think about before just like doing. Mm -hmm. But I've also never been married, so... I don't know all the ins and outs. Um, but yeah, I would be very content just like being with a life partner forever, like kicking it, going right. on adventures. Marriages, like like you said, it's an old fashioned tradition. It right. Like it, getting married doesn't make any relationship more legitimate than someone who's not. Exactly. The commitment is the same. The love is the same. Well, the, every love is different, but you know what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Once the you know certificate signed, it's not like, I love you so much more now. Yeah. You see all those people who are not married? Yeah. Whoa. They're lesser than us. I agree. Yeah. Look at us with our certificate. <laughs> Look at this piece of paper. Yeah. That really shows off how much we love each other. Yeah. I mean, tax benefits, though. I mean, like, tax benefits. Right, right. Yes. And I see, I, I feel like I'm almost old fashioned because there is a. There's I, something I'm, beautiful about it. I'm still, con- I'm still a little, uh, yeah. Brainwashed yeah. might be the word. Maybe. That that it's a big decision. It's like a big risk you're taking of yeah. saying, hey, let's get married. Let's share our assets. Mm-hmm. Let's, if if this thing goes, I'm banking on the fact that this is not gonna not work Bust. out. Yeah. <laughs> right, because divorce is messy oh, and yeah. gross and expensive and terrible. And I'm banking. I'm, I love you so much mm-hmm. that I'm willing to take the risk of maybe divorcing you. <laughs> I don't know. Is, yeah. Is, that's the, probably the most morbid way to think about it. Morb- no, but also, like, I've thought about it. My best friend, Jim, the coming out yeah, friend. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Starbucks. If we ever, if I, if he and I, if I ever get married, Jim, like, you're going to marry me on a mountain. We, I think we have to have a witness, but like, more just like the celebration of us. You know, I don't need 500 people there gawking at me, judging me internally about the dress I picked or suit or right. the flowers. Right. Um, but no, I think something to personally, I want that. <laughs> I want. I, I will invite you. 
I don't, I don't want to like. I'm gonna sit in the back of your wedding. Just, I know this fucker chose that suit. Yeah, are I'll, you kidding me? I want to like blow it up, and I want everybody to be like, "Wow, this is awesome." But I know they won't all be like that. They definitely will. I mean, you're Alex. I hope so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll give a speech at your wedding. Okay. Okay, great. Depends on who I marry, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yes, you will absolutely give a speech at my wedding. Thank you so much. Um, um, and I hope to be at yours. Yes, if it, a, if something if, happens, if I'm speaking or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, definitely, like, probably a party afterwards, for sure. Thank God. Yes. I'll at least be invited to the after party. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. you did say it's going to be small. so Very I small. Be, I wouldn't be offended if I wasn't there. And I, oh, yeah, and I like, do, th- I think four people. That's beautiful. Right, I yeah. I love that. And I, Thank and you. I, you know, I think, actually, this is one of the positive things that COVID brought to mm-hmm. a lot of couples, was that everybody was thinking, oh, I got to invite 500 freaking people right. to my wedding. Oh, dang, COVID. Well, sorry, guys, but only 15 of you can come. Mm-hmm. So... I gotta guess I have to save yeah fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Shucks. Damn. I really didn't want to go on that honeymoon, you know. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. But at the same time, I do remember there were weddings that were planned. Oh, Actually, yeah. my cousin who who was marrying a woman, uh who is a woman, oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, good for him. him? No. Her? Her, yeah, okay, her. cool. So it, it was it was uh the first gay marriage in my family. Oh wow. And and she was and they were getting married in, in Los Angeles and we Beautiful. were all planning on going out mm-hmm. and then COVID happened and they had to postpone it for a COVID. year and then twenty twenty one rolls around and they're like, We're not waiting for this thing to end. So they yeah. just went up ahead and got married. There was about thirty people at the wedding and I got to watch it online and then they came oh, back good. and we had a party at Stillwater Cafe. Love um, that. You know, where we like celebrated them here as well. So well, that's it, fantastic. It, and it was wonderful. And I don't feel like I missed out necessarily on anything because I got to see the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no, that's a lie. I do feel you like wish you were there. Of course. Yeah. Of you know what? I'll get married. Have a ceremony just so you can come. Just reenact it for me, at least. <laughs> I will definitely. Okay. I I love like the, the tears that come along with it. Uh, oh my god. I'm gosh. a crier. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna get outside of pride for a second okay. and just talk about wedding for a second. Mm, done. I went to a wedding this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I rolled in. It was in Chicago. Okay. I rolled in. Everyone knows this about me. I'm notoriously very late. I missed the ceremony. Are you kidding me? But they Alex. don't. But he doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's okay. Oh, good. Okay, cool. He didn't. I didn't tell him. Right. <laughs> there were so many people there. Right. That I just walked up to him in the uh, at the reception. I was like, "Dude, congratulations! <laughs> it was beautiful." He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad you're here." <laughs> never mentioned it. Love. And that. he'll never know. I'm going to text him. Don't. You need to listen to this podcast that I was on. John Zuluaga, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I Alex is a terrible name. friend. You are one of my best friends of mm-hmm. all time. I love you. We I really got to work on your time. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, speaking of time management. Time, yes. I think okay. it's time for us to play a game. Ooh, I love games. That I like to call True Love and Two Lies. Oh. Brought to you by Ginsburg Jewelers. Yes! I have three stories for you, Brinkley. Okay. Two of them are lies. One of them is a true proposal story, and I have the audio. Uh, You're gullible? Yeah. That's perfect, because (laughs) I love winning at this game. (laughs) Regardless, you can get 10% off on your next order at Ginsburg Jewelers just by mentioning the LAS Media Group, or by mentioning One Word Stories, or by mentioning Alex Schulte, or by saying... Pride. Hey, give me, yeah, I'm prideful. Give me 10% off. (laughs) One word stories. Okay? Uh, So, click on that link in the bio to to take you directly to Ginsburg's website and get that order started. Um, They are over right across the street from Lindale Mall on First Avenue, right behind the mountain, uh, the fountain. There's, have you seen the mountain on First Avenue? Wow! Right behind the fountain on First Avenue in that same parking lot as Poncheros, right next door to Red Robin. Go check them out. Ginsburg Jewelers. Ask for Steve. And if he's not there, they have a wonderful team that is going to take care of you. They've been around forever, so they know what they're talking about. So, like I said, three stories. Okay. Okay? Got three stories for you here. Mm-hmm. One of them's true. I just need you to guess which one is, okay. is the real one. I really like to win, so I hope I oh, get I'm this. I'm so toxically competitive. Same here. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Oh, yeah. I'll play till I win. Okay. I will even cheat a little bit. Who knows? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like, depending on the game. And the person. Like, if they catch me, then I'm just screwed. I don't know how you're going to cheat at this. This is more like a poker game. You're just going to read my face. Ooh. Okay. Do you give it away easily? I don't think so. Okay. I think I've got sure. a pretty good poker face. All right. We'll see. All right. Story number one. Okay. 
So my girlfriend and I were both huge Harry Potter fans, and once Potter World opened at Universal Studios, I knew that I wanted to go there and propose. So I signed us up to go and build our own wands. While we were making our wands, we finished up, we got our pictures taken, and afterwards, when I pointed my wand at her, on the end of it was an engagement ring. She said, yes, we've been married for three years now, even though she's Slytherin and I am Hufflepuff. (laughs) Okay. Story number one. Story number one. Okay, Harry Potter. Put it in your noggin. Are you a big Harry Potter fan? Um, Decent. Love the movies. Never read the books. Reading's very hard. Reading is hard. It is. And those books are like a thousand pages long. They are. I mean, they're written for young adults. (laughs) But calling me out right now <laughs> the, like the biggest word in the harry potter books are the uh-huh. i mean there's a lot of um witchcrafty it, they're not witchcraft i mean they're just it's witchcraft. They're witchcraft they're witches witchcraft i just like witches. go back to like actual like uh what's that old school movie with witches uh uh witchcraft the uh, witch no uh, the hocus ar- pocus no the witch it'll come to with us with the girl from queen's gambit no it's like old I don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. Hansel and Gretel? Nope. I'll text you later about it. Awesome. Well, cool. All right. Nobody Next. gets to know but Brinkley's thinking in, <laughs> except for me later. All right. Story number two. Okay. So my fiance and I were out celebrating our three-year anniversary, and we did it by recreating our first date in downtown Minneapolis. We went to all the places we went to on our first date, and we finished it up just like we did on that day by walking along the river, where he dropped down on a knee and proposed. Of course, I said yes, but to make things even better, when we went back to our house, all of our friends and family were waiting there for us to celebrate. Okay. Dang. I mean, these are all... These could all be true, is the thing. Are you reading my poker face? (laughs) Okay, Gaga. Um, trying to. Yeah. I'm also trying to envision myself in these stories, place myself there. It's giving you FOMO. This. <laughs> Why can't that be me? I just want a happy ending. Somebody should propose to me on the that river in Minneapolis. Yeah, whatever river that may be. The Minneapolis River. <laughs> Does that have a cute bridge? They do have some nice bridges. Oh, good. I haven't been there in a minute. I haven't either. Mm-mm. I think uh, it's been like 10 years, which is ridiculous. Probably the same here. Yeah. I went to what's that Mall of America? What's that mall? Mall of America? No, it's still Mall of America. Yeah, no, I know. I just was. Is it Snoopy World now, or is it Nickelodeon Land? Is it not Lego World? Legoland is there. Legoland is a staple. Oh, okay, cool. I used to go there and buy Bionicles. What's a Bionicle? It was like uh, okay, Logan knows what Bionicles are. Okay. Mm, Oh, there's no microphone for Logan, but he just gave me a a bullhorns hands. Ah, okay. or rocker hands, but yeah, Bionicles. They were. They no, were, I'm on mic. I just wasn't. Oh, you are on mic. Yeah. He's here with us now. Bion- yeah. Okay, so I'm not. I just don't know. Sound crazy. Oh, Bionicles right. are rad. Yeah, okay. it was. Like, they don't exist anymore, though. Great lore too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like <laughs> you know, Legos plus mm. Lord of the Rings. Is it kind of like a etch in sketch? Okay, <laughs> stop. So to give context, I had an improv show at Giving Tree Theater mm-hmm. in Marion a week ago, and Brinkley. And Shelby came. Shelby is is your coworker mm-hmm. and a good friend of both of ours. Yes. And um, um, I okay. We had a guy who's a professional etch a sketcher, and I always thought it was called etching sketch. Yeah, no, it's it was never called that. And I called out the whole. I was like, "Say, audience, so am I the only one who thought it was called an etching sketch? I can't be right." And the whole audience was like, "No." Yeah, you were the only one. How is that possible? <laughs> It's because you went to that Catholic school growing up. All Saints taught us, <laughs> yeah, we had etching sketches, okay? Mm-hmm, we had the fine. off-brand, the Dollar General right? etch-a-sketch. Because tuition was too much. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they had to spend it on um, communion wine. We mm-hmm. went hard. Yeah. Okay, let's go to story <laughs> number three. Okay. So we've been dating for a little bit over a year, and there was a family reunion coming up on his side of the family. He asked me if I'd like to go, and I wasn't sure if I would be able to. So, what I did, after thinking about it for a while, said I would go with him. And to where we went was this beautiful picnic out in um, Palisades. Mm. Our whole family was there. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. We went down the stairs through this arch, and next to the water was a 
bouquet of flowers, a little arch, and I knew what was happening immediately when I'd seen this. He turned around. He proposed to me. Big surprise. His family wasn't there at all. Mm. I said, yes, we've been married ever since. I mean, getting engaged after a year, they sound like lesbians. Nothing. (laughs) This is going to, I was going to, I need to not. I was, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Let's do it. Nothing gayer than getting married after a year. Right? Honestly, I mean, you haul after like the first date. No, actually, it's the joke. What does a lesbian bring on the second date? Oh, is it a engagement it, ring? It's a U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe I'm a lesbian because like, yeah. that's how that's how I work too. I'm like, honestly, I love love so much. I'm like, so you want to move in? Right. Yeah, I, I. That's how. That's kind of how I like. Oh, when you, the thing is, when you know, you know. You know. Praise be. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. When you know, you know. Yeah. So it's fine. Story number one, two, or three. Ooh, I'm. Oh gosh. I'm gonna go with. Is it Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Is it um um Minneapolis or is it Palisades? I'm going with Harry Potter. You know. Final answer. I'm, Do I'm I get a lifeline? Saying, I'm only saying that while I pull this up. Yeah. Do so you know the answer? The I do know the answer. Oh, okay. I am going with HP. Um, you're going with what? Harry oh, Potter. HP. HP. Yeah. Okay. Not the computer, but the magician. Mm, yes. Or the, the <laughs> wizard. All right. Well, let's reveal. Here's the true story. Okay. My fiance and I were celebrating our three-year anniversary of dating, and so he decided we were going to spend a Saturday reenacting our first date, which had included a tour of all different kinds of restaurants and bars in downtown Minneapolis. So that Saturday, we spent the afternoon going to all sorts of places that we had been on our first date. And just like on our first date, we ended the day um, walking alongside the river in downtown Minneapolis, where he dropped down on a knee and asked me to marry him. And if that wasn't already great, we went back to our house and I walked inside to find all of our family and closest friends waiting for us to celebrate. So... Not only did we have an amazing day, but we were also able to spend an entire evening with our favorite people celebrating. That is our mutual friend, Shelby's best friend, Nicole. Congratulations, Nicole. Nicole and her fiance, Dylan. Oh, so very happy for them. And if you mix the, the name Dylan and Nicole, their love name is Dicole. That's a thing I thought of not you too long ago. People. It's pretty funny, I thought. <laughs> I mean, it is good. What would ours be? Uh, Bralix or... Brali- br- bricks? Bricks. With the X. Yes. B-R-I-X. Right. Not to be confused with the local pub. Correct. Great place. But we are uh, we are bricks. Bricks. I oh. can't wait till we get married, Brinkley. Oh my God, it's going to be fantastic. This has been True Love and Two Lies, sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. Remember to go check them out over across the street from Lindale Mall on First Avenue, right behind that fountain, not the mountain, but the fountain, right next door to Red Robin in that same parking lot as Poncheros. Ginsburg Jewelers. Ask for Steve. If he's not there, they've got an incredible team that is going to take such great care of you. And if you do mention this podcast or the network, they're going to give you 10% off. Sorry you lost. It's okay. I'm just better than you. (laughs) Obviously. That's all it is. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to One Word Stories. I am joined by Brinkley Braden. We're talking pride. I'm your host, Alex Schulte. This has been a, a wonderful show so far. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing everything you've been you've been doing. And it yeah. comes in Pride Month. Yes. No better time. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, I, I did beat you. Yeah. Do we have to talk about it still? In True Love and Two Lies. You did. I'm so sorry about that. It's fine. You know, I can be... I can be okay losing just sometimes. You're growing. Yeah, I didn't flip a table, so it's fine. <laughs> the table remains <laughs> on all four legs. Yes. Um, so so <clears throat> let's go backwards a little bit. Okay. In in your story. I really mm-hmm. just wanna to dive into your head sure. for the second half of the show. Okay. Um we discussed this over the break. Yeah. So just so everybody knows I'm not <laughs> surprising you with with this topic mm-hmm. but um what was it like what, can we can we can you tell me about when you first knew yeah that you were a lesbian i 
like I said before, like I always knew that I was attracted to the same sex, to girls. And it didn't, I didn't know what it was. It was probably middle school where I heard the term like gay and lesbian. And I finally was like, oh, that's who I am. Like that totally makes sense. Because to be very honest, like there was a point in my life, I'm like, do I need to like, do I need to be a boy in order to like girls? Mm. Like, and I was like very tomboyish. I'm like, okay, maybe that's the path. Like it was very confusing times. And also I had no one to talk to about it. So I had all these thoughts as like a 10 to 12 year old, like you have no idea what's going on. Um, and you just knew that it was wrong. I knew that my feelings were wrong to like women and all of my girlfriends were having like boyfriends and talking about how cute they were and I'm over here like I think you're cute like this is I don't know how to feel about this and so it was really interesting um I, interesting is I don't know if the word to use but I would say middle school is like where I learned what it the definition the meaning of it was mm. of like who I thought I was in my head like to kind of have some sort of an answer um I talk about this a lot at therapy and we're working through this. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a fun topic. And it's well, like. Thanks for opening it up. Yeah, here. of course. I, I mean, seriously really appreciate it. Yeah, because I wish that like I had this when I was younger mm. because we are in a different world. And the program that I work for, Kids on Course, like I have elementary kids now. And there was third graders who came up to me and they had all these hearts. And they were of, like the pride flag, the lesbian flag, the gay flag bisexual God, transgender and they're like this is me this is my friend because i had a pride shirt on i had like a flag yeah so like what's like they were hesitant a little bit like what what's on your shirt i was like oh it's a pride flag and i explained i was like i'm a lesbian and they're just like that's really cool and then just like went about their day right like when i was in elementary school though like want some crackers yeah <laughs> like where's my snack right. thank you <laughs> <laughs> so it's just really empowering to see that we are going in the right direction with our students and our generation now right like we're gonna be in good hands right as much forward. as it seems sometimes like we're not yes the future is bright yeah and like I text my coworkers, I was like guys look what my students drew like yeah. it was just it made my heart so happy I don't get to go to, to like visits I'm not at schools every day like you are yeah but I do get to go and speak to students sometimes about making mm -hmm. podcasts or I get to read books to a class just for America Reads Day or something like that and every time I go there it, it is completely different the the totally. openness there is so much different than when I was when I was in high school and that right. was in 2009 when it became legal yeah in Iowa. it's wild you know I mean that's when I graduated but mm -hmm. but it's it's amazing it, it actually blows my mind I can't I it's like I can't wrap my head around how quickly it's actually moving with youth exactly because they're students and even then like unless you're getting told something else from like parents or family that like something is wrong the kids are innocent they're like I don't care your sexuality your skin color you're gonna be my friend got it you know I love like that. yeah I love that it is really uh, so so for you yes particularly there was no moment that was like oh ding light bulb goes off I'm gay <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um I remember it just kind of in, was there it was always there there I distinct memory uh, do you remember like old school projectors? Like, of course. Yeah, all that stuff. I was probably second grade. I was young. We were sitting in the library and this girl sat like next to me. Like our shoulders brushed. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God. Right. Like all the like butterflies. I was like, I this feeling. Like, right. Yeah. So didn't know again what it was, but I was like, I, I like her being next to me. Like, yeah. is this what a crush is? Like, oh my gosh, all these feelings. And yeah, ever since then. But I would say middle school is like, oh yeah, God, there I'm is there there is uh, not much more special than a first crush. Oh, it was so great! Right. Unfortunately, my first kiss was a boy. Really? But yeah, it, mine too. Oh, <laughs> no, so it, cute. Actually, let's see here. I <laughs> I probably kissed a boy before I kissed a girl, like as a dumb high school thing. Like totally not dumb, but you know, just joking around. Yeah, I get it. I didn't kiss a girl till late. Mm. At, well, I kissed a girl in kindergarten, but that doesn't count. No, no, it doesn't. I remember in first grade, I liked a girl mm -hmm. so much, and she we had desks that were like in a U shape. Oh yeah. And so she was she sat across from me at our desk. So I was facing her, and she was uh -huh. facing me from across the room. Yeah. And I remember I would uh, I would 
I would like put my head on a swivel and I would look around the room left <laughs> and right. And, and then when I would pass by, I'd just like let my eyes lock on her and then I'd right. go over. Like that's what I remember doing all the time in first grade. Cause mm-hmm. I just wanted to look at her yeah, all the like, time. Am I being obvious? Does she know? Right. Is this Gosh, creepy? I could not. I, yeah. Yeah. I was, and that, that's again, don't mm-hmm. want to bring up the negative thing of this totally but like some people want to say w- people should have to wait until they're what 21 to come out yeah that's a that's a conversation that some idiots are having right now yes you know it's six years old oh yeah i knew very early in life that i, I liked I like, women exactly mm-hmm. exactly yes. i knew when i was six years old that seven years old maybe right that i like girls yeah and it's just like why do, why is it okay for that a boy to like a girl at age seven, but then yet if he's not. like, I like a dude or a boy. Hey, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait. How do you know what feelings are? You you're just confused. Anyway, you want to buy a gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. Not to get too political. We keep yeah. saying we're not going to, right. but it's almost freaking impossible. It's the world we live in, unfortunately. So jumping ahead. Yes. What was it like to come out to your parents? Ooh, yeah. Fun. So I came out to my stepmom first. Out of all the family. My sister Shelby, she was a little bit, and I kind of came out to her first because we were on a family trip in Mexico and we were sharing a room. And the topic got brought up somehow, but actually it's more blunt. I think she just asked me, she's like, are you gay? I was like. What? Wow. What? I was wow. like, I think I like boys and girls. That was a lie. Yeah. Shelby, I'm so sorry I lied to you. I definitely <laughs> liked women only. <laughs> right. But that was your way to like dip your toe in the water. Dip it in, yeah. And she's always been like one of my biggest supporters like I now have nephews through her and they get me like pride flags and gifts and it's just like it's so great um but yeah so technically Shelby but my stepmom first she has a gay brother so I was like this is gonna be cake Mm. like she already knows what it's like to have a family member that's gay but also I'm like I'm her daughter like Uh you know Uh everyone's different it's one of those like oh that's fine if you're gay but like if it's somebody else that I'm close to or family member anyway Told her, I was like, I texted her, and this is when I was, um, no, I wasn't dating anyone. I was just like, I, it's time. Like, I need to start sharing. And I went over there, texted her, like, hey, are you home? I have something to talk to you about. She's like, yeah, no problem. We're on her porch. And I was like, <laughs> I start crying. And I'm like, you know my friend Emily? She goes, yeah. She's like, she's she's more than a friend. Like, we kiss. And oh. just like went into it she's rubbing my back and she was one of those like we were just waiting for you to tell us like we love you no matter what god that's so comforting it was so comforting and i just felt so safe with her and terry if you're listening i don't know if i've ever told you this but like very thankful for her we'll send this to her yeah okay i will um because i just knew like you go to people that you know that it'll be safe shout out to fucking terry terry you're a rock star i love you um and then it was funny she goes do you want me to tell your dad i was like Mm-hmm. can you please and oh. so I get a text from my dad he's like so you want to get lunch tomorrow I was like not really because <laughs> <laughs> no, I you. know what this conversation is going to be like I or love just, food but no yes. and so it was like the awkward like so like how was your day I was like good he's like so I talked to Terry I was like mm-hmm <laughs> and he's like so you like girls I was like yeah he's like yep this is how you feel like kind of questioning it in the sense of like just want to make sure like we're on the same page I was like yeah like I like women and he's like so that means like we can check out girls together now I was like god damn it dad like what a joke yeah that's a that's a a great way to lighten the the mood exactly because yes here's conversation sometimes we do them obviously but like this was a big one and this was 12 Mm -hmm. years ago like Mm -hmm. I was 23 and it was our first kind of like big adult talk Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean they were fantastic um, you know, I feel like I can understand how parents would be worried and mm-hmm. stay with me here. I, yep. Because not because they don't want you to be gay, mm-hmm. but because they know of the trials and tribulations that will come with life. Yeah. For someone who is. And especially, yeah, 12 years ago. And like, they don't want their kids to have it any harder than the next kids. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can understand that. Right. I agree. Of being like, oh gosh, I support you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's buckle in. You know, this is going to be a yeah, bumpy ride. Exactly. When it shouldn't be. Right. But that's the reality. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it's been getting, you know, and every every person is different. Every story is different. Um, I mean, there's, I, I have my story. Because then eight months later, eight to nine months later, I was dating 
um, Jess from Simpson. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, I was living at home after college. I was like, I just need to share it with my mom. So I sent her an email. I was like, hey, are you going to be home after work? Like, I need to talk to you. And she's like, what happened? What'd you do? Did you get an O-dub? Like, did you go to jail? <laughs> oh my God. What happened? I was like, <laughs> You're like if you no. think this is bad. Right. Way worse. Way, way worse, mom. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a breeze, maybe. But I knew it would be tough. Just like, um, I say this now, but like, my mom is very loving. Um, it was just, it was, she was the difficult one. And I knew it was going to be tough. And I postponed it for as long as I could. But I knew it was also one of the things I wanted her to hear from me before someone else. How long did your dad know before she knew? Almost a, a good year beforehand. And it just was, I, it's, she knew. She, like, like I said, I was a tomboy. Never had boyfriends. Mm-hmm. She's like, let me put you in a dress. I was like, get away from me. Stop it. I'm yeah. not going to put makeup on. I'm a tomboy through and through. One thing you said earlier at the beginning of the second half mm-hmm. was that you were like, do I have to be a boy to like girls? Yeah. Have you ever questioned your gender? There was, when I was young, that's when I questioned it. I thought that I did want to be a boy because that was the only way to be with a girl. Um, but now I love being a woman. I love dating women. I love being a lesbian. Like yeah. I'm like, Oh, Ugh. hell yeah. Like, no, this is life. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny, as I've gotten older, I've gotten proud. girlier. Oh, very proud. Like, if you meet me, you know I'm gay. It's not my personality, but it's a second contender. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, you're amazing. Oh, well, I appreciate that, Alex. Thank you so much for being so open. I know yeah. that these conversations can be difficult, and mm-hmm. and you putting your uh, emotions and your life on a, in your sleeve right now for this podcast. Yeah, no. I am forever grateful for, to you for for doing this with well, me. Well, I appreciate that, and it's like I've had people in front of me do the same. Like I said, like I met those girls in Iowa City, and they were gay, and I was just like, wow, like this is what it can be like. You can be out and proud and have a girlfriend and kiss her in public, and mm-hmm. it's cool. Like. Now it doesn't matter anymore. You know what? I, I think we should go out on some advice then. Yeah. Oh, goodness. If you could speak to your, to your, um, uh, to your oh, he just pulled up the yes. picture of the first married couple. They're both in wheelchairs. They're both in wheelchairs. Okay. We're going to come to that in one second. Okay. We're, we're going to end on that. Okay. Um, what's some advice you would give to either Brinkley at five years old, mm-hmm. six, you know, seven years old, 10, whatever, or a child today who is struggling with their truth yeah honestly it gets better and I know I think that's harder said than done because it takes time and just know that there are people out there that love you and that will support you and there's a lot of people that like are on your team and are there for you if I opened up my messages to people that if any younger people or anybody at all wanted to ask you any questions would you be down for that oh absolutely I love and also just I love meeting new people and also meeting new gay people. Like, I know Cedar Rapids is pretty big in the gay community, but there's so many of us out there. Like, I would love more gay friends. If there's like, anybody who's struggling, yeah. please reach out to us. You please can email do. me, alex at lasgroup.net, and I'll get you in touch with my friend Brinkley mm-hmm. if you have any questions or anything like that. Um, and there's also a lot of support you can you can find, and we're 100% yeah. going to have that in the bio as well. Good. So, uh if anybody's struggling with anything anything at all mm-hmm. we're here to help yeah we're good listeners you're amazing thanks let's take a look that. at this picture really oh quick. my god please so over here <laughs> we're looking at the first gay couple to be legally married this is september 6th logan could you scroll over just a little bit for me so i could read that uh, that text on the right side there or just full screen for me. Yeah, thank you. So this is September 6th, 2014 mm-hmm. photo of uh, Linda Hunsaker. Where, uh, uh, oh, uh, Reverend Linda Hunsaker presides over the wedding of Vivian Boyick on the left and Alice Nani Dubs. Dubs? Dubs. Who's in the center there? Uh, they're in Davenport, Davenport. Iowa. Iowa, baby. At me. And uh. just just for clarification's sake, they weren't the first ones to get married. Oh, okay. after the okay, after but they're the, the cutest first. Oh, but they, they had this really big story. They were very early on, and okay. they they had a, a secret relationship for seventy two years. I've been there. <sighs> um, been there. You had a secret relationship for seventy two years. <laughs> we're Brinkley. going. On, we're actually going on seventy three. What? Really great. <laughs> Somebody thinks. 
but it was secret and they never took they never spoke about it for mm-hmm. s- over 70 years and then once the uh, marriage equality was passed they mm-hmm. they not only got married but they publicized their relationship for the first time oh and this is what i'm talking about like we don't need that anymore in the sense of like hiding it right like and this like podcast like this and uh, making it legal nationwide like you don't need to hide anymore everyone and I'd like to point out that there's nothing different about them. Right. They're just two yeah. old ladies. Two old ladies that like each other's company a lot. That really love each other and yeah. that's it. Like, you know, what, they're so look cute. It, they just, they look like, they, they're just, they I, they both could be my grandma. Yeah, 100%. You know, what a wonderful, beautiful couple. I love that one's wearing a suit mm-hmm. and then the other one's wearing a dress in, yeah. in, the, in the wedding f- yeah, right photo. It, it's all beautiful. Oh, go back to them when they're younger. Oh, look at that. They're cuties. Very much so. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, look at those infinity bracelets and the rings and their cute wrinkly hands. Their cute wrinkly hands. <laughs> look at your cute wrinkly hands. Oh, they are adorable. <laughs> I've gotten compliments. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Word Stories. I've been your host, Alex Schulte. I've been joined by Brinkley Braden. Again, message me or message us here at LAS. If you have any questions, uh, follow that information in the bio if you're struggling with anything. And and just know that you're loved. Absolutely. No matter who you love. No matter who you love. Love is love. And you are loved. Yes, you are loved. Hey, if you want to support this show and the other shows on our network, please consider subscribing to LAS+. Plus. Go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus and you're going to get ad-free episodes of all LAS shows. You're going to get access to the post show, which are you going to stick around for 10 minutes with me? Absolutely. Hell yes! Brinkley and I are going to hang out for a little bit longer. We're going to take off the filter. Woo! We're going to get dirty. I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I might. The after I think hours. I left my stove on. I gotta. Go. No, you gotta stay. Your okay. house is burning down. Dang it! All in right, order for fine. this post show to happen. Okay. So if I'm you want access to that post show, subscribe to LAS Plus. It's waiting for you there, and bonus and exclusive content from all of the LAS shows, including some exclusive limited series merch that's coming your way. So, oh, and also you get discounts at local businesses that are partnered with us. You get uh, discounts at our live events and, and a lot more. So go ahead and go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus. Find out all those benefits. We would love it if you could help us keep the lights on here at LAS. Produced and distributed by LAS. Brinkley, is there like a catchphrase you want to go out on? I don't know. Oh, uh, cheers to the queers. Cheers to the queers. Hey, friends. One last question. What's your word? Mustache Media.